You're listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 2212 South Broad Street. For more information, visit us at circleofhope.net. We are answering questions this season in in our Sunday meetings, and we're just starting this tonight. Um, We've been collecting questions, and... um, they could be about anything, and we're doing this all uh, in all four congregations. So the question tonight actually comes from somebody in another congregation. But if you want to add to our collection, if you get an idea about an, another question, a new question even here tonight, drop it in the sharing box or, or text it to me, and we might be able to get it in the mix because we're going to do this um, all the way through September. Um, can other religions or non-religious worldviews be as good or better for others as Christianity is for us? I think this is a good one, but I want to quibble with the question a little bit uh, before I offer an answer, if that's okay. Because I think, uh, and this is no shade to the questioner, but I think that the 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 question itself reflects kind of this empire thinking that we're all submerged in as just as uh, residents of the United States of America. We swim in the waters of this, this philosophy of like of empire thinking. And it just is because we're part of this, this big nation that, that got founded on these gr- these big ideals, you know, to be this world superpower and the ideals really center around the economy. And that I think that makes most people feel unconsciously this pressure, like they have to pick the best product. And we have we like to have tons of options to pick from. But I think it also makes people feel unconsciously that like they have to determine uh, what everybody else should do. They have to decide and determine what everybody else around the world should pick. And I think we, you know, we can see this in our, you know, everything from our international affairs to Yelp. And in a micro kind of way, I feel this way in the grocery store, especially if I go to the store hungry or tired or without a very specific list, I could just walk around like dazed and confused by the number of options of products for me to pick from especially if I have to buy tomato sauce out of a jar. I could spend hours. I, I don't tell anybody, Josh, <laughs> only once in a while, but I might be there for two hours looking at the ingredients. But at any rate, I don't think faith in, I don't think faith in God is like this, right? It's not a consumer choice. We don't, it's not something we pick off the shelf ass- assessing what's better on like a cognitive level. Religion and faith is so much harder to define and very contextual according to where people grew up and their culture, how they live. And I think it's much more decided in the heart and the emotions than it is cognitively. You know, this is why, unfortunately, we have suicide bombers in the world that They really think that God told them, you know, to like blow people up. It's because there, this, this, this stuff around faith, decisions around faith, I don't think is just a rational.
process. It's not how we decide um, what we're going to believe or who we're going to follow. So um, it's a hard question to answer, I think, in the way it's asked, but I'm just going to give it a shot. My own experience in faith um, is much more like Jesus got a hold of me than I, like, rationally chose him. The Apostle Paul describes it this way um, in one of his letters, that Christ got took hold of him. And I can really, I can relate to that experience, and I see that, I, I see that experience with Jesus, at least reflected in, in, in people in many cultures around the world. But I like how, I like how Paul says it. Whatever gains, whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What's more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage. But he used a different word than garbage, which I won't repeat. That I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his suffering, sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward. In Christ Jesus. So I think what Paul is describing here, you know, is so much more than um, a consumer choice. He's describing this transformation process that that got going in him when he sensed God calling him heavenward, and everything else kind of paled in comparison. And not everybody would describe their faith journey so like dramatically and, and emphatically, but I think it's that, this is the flavor of it. It's that kind of process. Um, a, a, a true religious process is that, has that kind of aliveness to it if something is really happening. Something or someone got a hold of me. I think it's not like picking a jar. Um, of tomato sauce off the shelf. Choosing Jesus for me was also like Peter and this emoji um, when he said to Jesus, where, you know, where else would I go? Where else would I go, Jesus? You have the words of life. Um, and this moment came after Jesus fed 5,000 people. And... Um, and then, after they ate the food, Jesus was revealing to, to them that he was the bread of life, that, you know, really the bread was just a symbol 
of him and the invitation to them was to be broken and 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 shared and poured out and eaten even like this bread and that uh message was not as popular as the free food and so a lot of people walked away from Jesus at that point even his disciples and Jesus looked at Peter and said are you going to leave me too and Peter said where else would i go I think if I could get in Peter's head, it, he was saying something like, even though I probably don't really understand what you're talking about, Jesus, and this might get harder, you know, being broken and shared, you're the best thing I've got, so I'm just going to trust you. And I can relate to that too. Trusting Jesus to help us keep working this out, even when we feel like, we fail to understand. So going back to the question of Jesus being good for everybody or not, I think we can see by this story and many other stories in the Bible that Jesus um, doesn't just offer himself to an exclusive few. He offers himself to everyone. And he does claim to be the way. He does claim to be good for everyone. Um, but he doesn't force himself on anyone. He just offers himself quite sacrificially. And, it, and if people don't want to receive him, that's their choice. You know, people walked away even in this moment and they, he didn't run after them. But he continues to extend the invitation to know him, um, and to partner with him even to the farthest end of the ends of the earth. Like a, a, at this moment of Pentecost, this was really the big defining moment of like, even though Jesus was culturally a Jew, he, he, the, the statement was being made by the Spirit of God that like this thing was way bigger, way more radically inclusive than anybody had ever imagined. It was for everyone. People in were speaking all kinds of languages to each other in this moment. So I think God's saying this, this offer is not an exclusive thing. It's radically free and radically inclusive. And it still is. But people get confused about this a lot, right? Because people like to boil things down into like what we can protect and what we can know and what we can own. But Jesus was never like that. He wasn't doing that. Even, even one of his best guys, Peter, had to like, like couldn't understand how like radically inclusive this message was. He got, God had to give him this dream, this weird dream about animals on a carpet. Uh, like three times um, to help people, Peter get over this idea um, about what people were allowed to eat and what they weren't allowed to eat based on his old religion. And so God, God came to him in this dream three times to try to show him he had to let go of this, this religious stuff in order to hear this guy, this Italian guy, Cornelius, who he would have never hung out with and never thought that God never thought that Jesus would be for 
a military foreigner, the oppressor even, that Cornelius was um, because Peter was hanging on to these small, exclusive ideas about who Jesus was. And God had to come to him again and say, no, you gotta, you got to blow this thing up, Peter, because this is for everybody. And Cornelius was like waiting at his house with his entire family, literally waiting to be baptized by Peter. And uh, Peter had to get over his old stuff in order to hear that message and to accept them. So I don't know everything about other religions, but I do know that Jesus is for everyone. He is on everybody's side. He's not going to force anyone to believe, but he will continue to open his arms. And this is really what I think um, one of the things, um, I guess one of the most powerful things to me that makes Jesus so distinct from other religions um, is this grace, these open arms. Um, and I don't know how grace couldn't be the best thing for everyone to be seen and known as whole and fully loved, no matter how, no matter what you've gone through or where you've been. I think that's what Jesus is offering. And as far as I do know about other religious worldviews, there's usually a, a path to worthiness or enlightenment or fulfillment. There's, there's, um, there's some like levels to success. Um, even in my favorite ones, <laughs> there are things to do to measure up. You know, there are, there are rules to follow and, and gods to appease. But in the person of Jesus, I think we see the creator communicating that God meets us where, right where we are right now. And the work of our salvation is complete right now. And we know this through the Spirit, not the law. As far as I can tell, the power and the work of Jesus continues to speak to people in all, in all different culture, cultures around the world. And one of the most poignant examples I know of this is the Korean concept of Han, which is spelled H-A-N. But it's the word for the depth of human suffering. And it's essentially untranslatable, even in Korean. It's, it's used to describe the, the experience of like abysmal pain. Like when the, it's like anger and sadness kind of turned, turn in inward, almost to the point of like self collapse. Um, like a like a black hole. It's caused when a person's agency is is blocked for an extended period of time by like external oppression or exploitation or abandonment, and the person kind of resigns themselves to helplessness or meaninglessness. Korean people use this word Han. Uh, to describe the experience of, of people under like brutal dictatorship or um, workers being exploited or, um, you know, 
abusive parents or spouses or long imprisonments. Um, but it, it's, they say the mind of Han gets to the point where it just keeps taking the pain until it hardens and sticks to the heart. And this concretion of pain tends toward nihilism and fatalism, deep resentment, animosity, or depression. I think here we can see how racism causes Han. And you can imagine how this, this kind of deep grief can impact our physical bodies. Han is a fatal wound to the heart caused by repeated abuse and injustice. And the reason I know about Han is because Korean Christians have written um, with great relief that Jesus on the cross is the only one who can describe and touch Han. Jesus on the cross um, being like the most poignant expression of our Han that they've ever seen. And, and how mind-boggling is it that our creator would enter Han, would take on our Han and bear it and transform it. Andrew Sung Park, a Korean theologian, writes, all our speculative knowledge of God crumbles down before the deep human agony of Han in the life and death of Jesus and all the downtrodden. God's vulnerable love shown on the cross is more powerful or pers persuasive than anything known to us. It is God's symbol of protest against oppression. It is God's solidarity with us, not just in death, but in life, when there was no room at the inn for Jesus to be born, like the thousands of unwanted children today. The Han of God is so great and his wounded heart is exposed on the cross. Participating in the life of Jesus actualizes the purpose of creation and accomplishes the healing of God's wounded heart. So I don't know of other gods who enter our suffering like that and demonstrate a way through it. I don't know of other faiths that are so free and full of grace. But I do know that that's what it makes us hard to receive Jesus and to keep receiving Jesus um, because of this freeness, because we're way more accustomed to like earning our worth or having a transactional kind of experience. And this is why I'm so grateful for the work of our participatory defense hub led by Bethany Stewart and Chris Eden here um, in a very Han-ridden system. People who are accused of crime can find solidarity in their Han and hopefully a faster way out and a deeper way in with Jesus, you know, who's not afraid to enter our Han and to bear it. So can other religions be as good for others as Christianity is for us? I think that's for you to decide, is my final answer. But remember, you don't have to decide for everybody else.
you can just decide for you and keep partnering up with other people who are asking questions. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected to a cell, you can find one under our Connect drop-down at circleofhope.net.